Um, this is Retail Nightmares Podcast. <laughs> My name is Alicia Tobin. Uh, this is episode 197. I've done every, almost all episodes except one <laughs> with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hi. How are you? I good. Oh, that's nice. How, who, who is this? This is Smoothie. <laughs> it's just your voice after you drink a smoothie. I had a thick smoothie. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we have a special guest for you today. His name is this. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm back. <laughs> um, okay. I cannot believe this is finally happening. Uh, he left us two years ago for a romantic adventure in LA and will probably never return. He's our friend. He's writer, Daniel Zamparelli. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Bring up the energy, Daniel. I have like literally never brought up the energy. I know. I don't it's know great. how. It's okay. You know. like keep it calm. Yeah. Yeah. People think I don't like them because I don't know how to bring up the energy. Hmm. And this has been brought up to me multiple but you're times. You're a DJ guy. I like literally am the meanest DJ in the world. That's why you're or such I a great DJ. Well. You're a DJ guy? He used to be a DJ guy. Yeah, once a month for a queer hip hop party. That yeah, it was really fun. fun. Where I would not play anybody's music but mine. Well, that's what a DJ's job is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't like it when people are like, can you play? Ariana Grande and it's like this is not that was literally all they requested yeah it's like this is not for you tonight yeah. is not for you you don't have to bring up the energy okay we'll bring it down I'm gonna crash anyways because I had five <laughs> dates um I mean they have fruit um guys this is a podcast it's happening <laughs> it's really happening it's fully happening it's bright outside kind of yeah we had our first kind of spring rain today it was beautiful how many days have you been in town so far? I've been in town five days. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And it was like sunny the whole time. Yeah. So you didn't Today was the first. just show up and it was yeah. classic Vancouver weather. Yes. LA, you've had tons of rain there. When I was there a few weeks ago, it was pouring rain. It's been nonstop. Paired. Yeah. Which is nice. Our plants are getting lots of water. Oh, that's nice. Our wildflowers are blooming. Puppies love rain. Tell us about your new puppy. Um, she hasn't seen the rain yet from what we've seen. Oh, it's going to be great. How old is she? She's 11 weeks now. Uh, yeah. And she's a chocolate lab? She's actually a pit bull basset hound. What? Yeah. I only have seen like ears. a couple pictures. She definitely looks like a lab. So yeah. Gabe, uh, my husband, he... Former guest. Former guest. He went and bought one of those... 23 and me for dogs oh my gosh you can do that yeah i didn't know you could do that yeah yeah that's so, like literally the only good reason why that yeah, information it's like, exists i would not do it for myself no because i don't want to know that my like grandparents were cousins yeah. um, <laughs> newsflash all of our grandparents were definitely cousins and it's super creepy but yeah so we'll see if that's true that's what the rescue place said it was oh, okay and all of her siblings looked like that yeah they were all named after wrestlers. Her name was China. We changed it to Lydia. Yep. Lydia I like that. is such, I always wanted to, I thought like I'll get two dogs and name them Lydia and what was the other one? <laughs> Sylvia? No. <laughs> Sylvia's good. But then they sound like too similar. Yes. Well, you chose a great name for training a dog. It's great. Yeah. It's, re it's very fun to yell it. Lydia. Lydia. Yeah. What's the worst thing she's done so far puppy wise? Because it's not really bad. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. No, um, 
Nothing great. She's like taking deuces in places I hope she wouldn't. Same. Like where? Just like right at the front door. Oh, that's because she knows it's outside. <laughs> so close. She's never been out that front door. Really? Yeah. So she's all, she can she's, smell the outside. I think that's what it is. Yeah. They know. <laughs> Smells like a toilet to but, me. Yeah. Our backyard is her. She hasn't had her third shot yet. So yeah. we're waiting for that. But her poop was perfect inside. I was like very proud of her. Good girl. <laughs> yeah. Hank started doing that. And then I think the last kind of accident he had in the house that was just like a regular puppy accident was right by the front door. Because he's like, I know this is as close as I can get to where they want me to be or poo. I mean, like, we've all done that. Yeah. Like, probably. you know, when you've like... Uh-huh. The key in the door. so close to your home. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And you did your best. I did my best. Guys, do you want to know where the last place I went to the bathroom? Yeah. In my yeah. apartment was? <laughs> well, because my toilet was broken, all the pee and poo water was coming out onto the floor. But the pee and poo's gone from the toilet. Yeah, technically I went in the toilet. <laughs> Is anyone listening to this anymore? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Everyone's turned Three weird off. guys. It was, yeah, it's fixed now. Everything's fine. Okay, but you still went on your in your toilet. I went in my toilet. Okay. Yeah, no. I have this like thing that it's a conversation thing when people have new partners. It's like for some reason it came up a couple times with this other friend having a new partner. And we were talking about like, Shitting yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. This is... Why am I doing this? It's just like here? a fun dinner but party I, conversation. But it's like everyone has... Like we're humans who have weird bowels and stuff. And everyone does... Like has some sort of messy story mm-hmm. throughout their like lifetime, right? And so there was just like somebody who did not have one of those stories. And I never trusted him. Mm. It's like my like now gauge of like if I can oh. trust you or not. Several people I know have been like tweeting about the fact that they've shit themselves recently and i'm like is this the thing we do now like when it happens we have to put it on twitter i don't think we have to put it on twitter but it's like <laughs> no. if you have to admit to it in a conversation with like close if you shit you must admit you have to admit <laughs> <laughs> but you just have to show that we're like fallible like we're all fallible humans oh maybe bodies that person, are disasters wait, but i know you quite well and I would guess that the person that you know that doesn't have that story, you already don't trust them for other reasons. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just the gotcha. reason. And thankfully they're gone now. So. Excrement. I have a story where I peed my jeans and I texted my best friend Mika to tell her. And I was so like laughing because I just said like, I just got the best jeans. And then I would go to like come draw with me and drink two liters of coconut water and like four vodkas and sodas and then try and make it home. And so I peed my pants like right outside my apartment one night and messaged my friend Mika. I was like, you'll never believe what happened to my new jeans. Beautiful raw denim. And I (laughs) accidentally texted my boss. (laughs) Because his name was Matthew. And they were beside each other. Did it just say, you'll never believe what I did to my jeans. And then, and then I just wrote again. I'm like, I just pissed my jeans. (laughs) (laughs) So you made the mistake twice. And I realized something about coconut water, and maybe it's like the magnesium, or I don't know. Just I have no idea what what happens. That's a lot but it of coconut makes water. Makes me pee. Yeah. yeah, you're like only supposed to have. I'm so one. afraid of getting hangovers because they last for days. And yeah, then, yeah. I drank like would drink two bottles of that nice well, coconut did you water. Have a hangover afterwards? Yeah, always. <laughs> Just a oh. piss. I was over. like, well, if you didn't, then it was worth the peeing yourself. No, I always get. I got a hangover from drinking a lemon drop the other day. Which is a great story I have about Red Lobster. So we can go into the retail nightmare you section. A lemon drop at Red Lobsters? I do, and your brother's ordering. 
Oh. Okay, so this was in America. Yeah, America. Oh, America. that makes sense. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, Dave Shimpkin and I have been trying to figure out where there's a Red Lobster we could go to for years. Is there not one here? Not in Vancouver proper. Hmm. I don't know that there's one anywhere. <laughs> I really, I conflate all the like sort of chain restaurants that I've never been to before into one place. So I think Swiss Chalet and Red Lobster is the same thing. Oh, wow. And Boston Pizzas and Red Robins is in there too. Like they're all the same place. They all sort of have red in their advertising right. and their logos. And to me, it's just all like meat place like the keg is also there too and like at this point i'm 32 like i, I don't think i'm gonna make it there <laughs> bowels wise oh, like okay. i'm gonna shit right out in front of the door i'm gonna be like damn it um the keg Eggs. though the keg have you been to the keg i've never been to the keg it's my favorite of the chains yeah like i landed choice. and uh like landed from my plane got to my family dinner at the keg and was like hyped but that's nice because your family's there too. It's not like you're just like made my reservation at the keg for myself. No, it's like <laughs> it's the Burnaby keg and it's the most packed keg. You can't make a reservation. Are it you is from Burnaby? Truly, yes. Oh my goodness. North or south? North. <gasps> Same. Which area? Uh sixty three sixty Kitchener Street. Oh, very close. Really? I'm like, what was the name? Uh it was Parker Street. And oh yeah. Then now or previously Francis. This is not interesting to anyone else, but I'm very interested. In I this. have my I put on my interesting face so you guys would believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's like North Burnaby is such a hellmouth for me, but like also nostalgic. Honestly, it's quite me. yeah. Going there now, I'm like, wow, this place is quaint as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, but at the time, it didn't feel like that. Like. I thought it was just a normal neighborhood, and then you go back and you're like, this has very few of the things a neighborhood should have. Yeah. Some places the lanes aren't even paved or like there's no sidewalk on one side of the street. And you're like, they still haven't gotten on top of this. <laughs> still no sidewalk, eh? No. But there's a few places like that in East Van where there's just no yeah. sidewalk. It's and it's so just strange. like, it's, or, or where they haven't paved the back lanes. And it's just like, okay, I it's guess honky -tonk this town. is just the land that time forgot. But that's nice, though, that like you can go back to your sort of childhood keg. Yeah, and there was like also like a million other Italians there having the same dinner. So Kegging we like saw so many people. Yeah, I never went, but uh, I inherited a few gift certificates to the keg, which are definitely from the 70s or 80s. <laughs> and there's no expiry date on them. And they're such beautiful objects that I kind of never want to spend them. But there's a keg right down the street from where I live. And I'm like, one day I'm going to walk in there and be like, here's a 50 year old gift certificate. <laughs> and they're all going to just be like, you're the owner of the keg now. <laughs> and I'm like, one baked potato, please, because that's all I can eat on this menu. The keg is like I've, I've been to the keg a number of times and it is good. But I feel like the thing that they don't do great sometimes is their steaks. Like I've definitely had steaks not cooked properly there. Yeah, you really have to pick and choose. Yeah, like uh, I went there with my friend Jeff and he liked to get the prime rib. I so once I got the prime rib the prime and I'm rib. like, I will never get prime rib no. again. At I get their tenderloin. That's the only thing I will get. Yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, <laughs> good choice, guys. <clears throat> we are sponsored by the keg tonight. I would love that. I love I love mashed potatoes. Mm -mm, keg gonna eat right tonight. It's mm -hmm. the keg. Yeah, I like having university students serve me steak. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, university student. <laughs> this is not done to my liking. Yeah. 
They're like, my life is not turning out the way I wanted it to. Get in line, friend. Well, it's turning out the way Daniel wants it to. He's eating at the keg. It's true. Doing great. <laughs> they get to watch me eat a steak. Yeah. Yeah. That's their fetish. And have my dad yell at me that I should marry an Italian woman instead of the man I've married. <laughs> what? Still? After, Your dad's still up to uh, that? Yeah. You've been married for two years almost. Uh, yeah. How does he keep getting invited to these dinners? He pays for them. Oh, mm. well, I'd like to go then. Yeah, you can definitely come. You <laughs> are my wife I'm, now. Yeah, I'll pretend I'm Italian. <laughs> and she's Tobino is your I'll get uh, brown contact lenses. Great. Okay. He's also like blind. You don't have to do anything. He, oh, perfect. Yeah. You have a Just light say, voice. Ciao. Ciao. Mmm, yeah. Masteco. Mmm, <laughs> another gay. <laughs> your dad, come on. It's 2019. It's 2019. Oh, he, came, yeah. he came here like when he was like 19. He's got no I idea. I didn't know that. But I feel like. He's really like. He's like never touched a computer before. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's very. Hardwired. Oh, yeah. That must be painful. Uh, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Shall we retell Nightmare and get back to the talking about yes. the puppy? Sure. You want to go first, Daniel? This is a retail nightmare story, right? Yeah. Um, you, can, you can be the person that was the bad customer, too. I don't, I'm trying to remember if I should tell the Great Canadian Bagel story. Or, you can tell two. I think I, I'm not very good at telling more than one story. Okay. Take your time. <laughs> Put all your the, eggs in one the gap. Um, oh, shit. I mean, I want to hear both. Gap but or you bagel? you can just come back on the next time you're The gap town. was the longest. Gap was four years. Wow. Holy shit. Um, How did we not have you on before? You told me one time that he had never worked retail. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, I've worked a lot of retail. I also did at the Canucks store for a long time. Wow. Oh, that one was... I was knew not... it. I knew it. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I think I thought you and Dave Shumka had the same kind of background of not working in retail. Well, we uh, were yeah, toiling yeah. away. They were just sitting, eating bonbons, laughing. No, I worked nonstop. I worked. I started working really young. Mm -hmm. I mean, out were of were you like, just waiting for me to invite you on, and it didn't happen? No, you've definitely invited me on. And then what happened? I, I moved away. The story is changing. So <laughs> my memory is not good. Yeah. So bagel or the gap? This is what we're deciding. Uh, bagel is the strangest. I would say. Okay. There's two bagel. I'll we do liked, the bagel. Okay, I want perfect. strange. Um, strange so there was really in well. the Great Canadian Bagel, there was... This is a bagel store? Yeah. Which is like not great bagels, which I've learned. Like my yeah, husband never... being from Philly and like New York now, I'm like, oh, we... That was a bad place to work. <laughs> it was next to a Staples in North Burnaby. And the owner used to like smoke in the um, <laughs> office that was like behind the small counter that we would work on. Rose. That smoky bagel flavor. Yeah. Everything bagel. And um, I know the place. Okay. I just realized I know the place. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I never like went in. Church's Chickens now or something like that. I drove past many times on my way to school, but never went in. You could have come in. And uh, the, <laughs> the first day was really tough. And I remember because they like didn't train me or anything. And I was under that like specific wage that was so that young people would work so it was the under training that, training wage. yeah the 12 dollar or something an hour wage right and they were like very intense about it considering it was just like a bagel shop that was not very busy and i remember one guy came in and i was new and he wanted a tuna sandwich and this is why i'm still like forever triggered by um john Mulaney and nick rolls <laughs> too much show. tuna yeah <laughs> because this guy came in and I like did a scoop of tuna and he got so mad because it was just a tuna bagel. And it was like, 
the normal scoop they told me to do and he freaked out and he's like that's too much tuna <laughs> and like i was just pouring sweat and he was like and i kept trying to scoop more tuna away from the bagel <laughs> and he was still so mad at how much tuna was and i like just finished the sandwich and he was still at the end like by the way you ruined my sandwich what on your first day. On my first day. Did he just want like a little schmear of tuna juice? I guess so. I was just like. Gross. I, I, like I, they were, I was just like, this. I was just following the rules. Yeah. And you have to do like it specifically. And he's like, that's too much tuna. Are you sure it wasn't like John Mulaney doing character research? He was what John Mulaney would be like now age wise at that time. Like it just. It was his dad then. It was his dad. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Too I much mean, tuna. Too much tuna. So like now I like can't, I like don't find that joke very funny at all. Like it just upsets me. Yeah. Also getting pranked is never fun. I feel like every time I get a bagel anywhere in the city, there's always way too much topping on it. Like when people, when I get just a bagel and cream cheese, it's like half a container of cream cheese on both sides and I have to like wipe it off. It's like the equal amount of thickness of bagel to cream cheese ratio, which to me is like, that's too much cream cheese. I hate that whole vibe. It feels like such a like mask thing to do. Like I am giving you the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> like innards of a bagel. That's the way I can think of phrasing <laughs> it. But even like in we went to Philly, they have a place there that and it's just like you have a sandwich that's a bagel and it's just like the thickest amount of meat they can do where yeah. you can't even eat it. It's like so, yeah, you can't wrap your mouth around it. Like, I used to really like at the Great Canadian Bagel. They had a like a veggie bagel with just veg, like sprouts yeah. and cream cheese and cucumber, I think, and yeah. tomatoes. That, that was delicious. Good. I still get nostalgic for that meal. It was such a good, I was kind of, it was harsh. It was a harsh reality moving here from a place that made really good bagels and I would argue the best in the world. I'm looking at you, New York. Um, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, New York. And so Great Canadian Bagel Place, my friend Stephen Dankoff was like, this is as good as it gets, Alicia. <laughs> we would go there for lunch all the time. And on the there, I actually didn't mind the bagels, but it started my argument that ba- the bagels out here are just buns with holes. Yeah. But yes. they weren't that bad, actually. I remember like enjoying the food. Yeah, me too. And but... it was a weird, weird place because it was on Davie Street. And there was another one like closer to Pender as well. And then they closed down. People caught word that they were just buns with holes. It was me. <laughs> yeah, wanted their money back. Yeah, you did a campaign outside. I get so mad picketing. when I go to my dad's house. He's like, you want a bagel? And I'm like, those are not bagels. You still want one? Yes, of course. <laughs> it's bread. I love it. <laughs> it's starch. I need it. Mm-hmm. I, like, growing up in North Burnaby, I just had, like, uh, grocery store bagels, which were, like, like pre-cut ones. Like, Dempsters or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, it's not. That cinnamon rice and uh, Dempster's is pretty good, though. It's just like heartburn in an oval. Like, I don't know. It's so dense. It's just like it's too yeah. thick for my esophagus. Oh, is it? So thick. Um, But yeah, then the first time I went to St. Viateur, I was like, what? This is so good. I ate three in one sitting one time. That's the best of dough. Like nothing wrong with that. Didn't give me heartburn. <laughs> I have like a piece of date stuck in my throat. So I just have this like <coughs> all through the podcast. Like <coughs> that wrapped around your uvula like right here. Do you need to go gargle? No. Do you guys want to hear my retail nightmare? Yes. Yeah. I have many, but I'm going to just do one from my flight to Portland. It happened both there and on the way back. It's such a short flight. So um, at the top of the flight, the 
flight attendant says, today, because it's such a short flight, and they always give you free drinks on Alaska Air, like when you fly to Portland, it's, you get a free beer, a free glass of wine, and it's it's pretty generous. I don't generally get it, but... It's amazing. But this time they didn't have soda or anything, so they said, okay, these are the choices today. Lager, uh, some sort of wine, water, or apple juice. Kind of strange choices. <laughs> yeah. But they repeated it a few times before anyone was supposed to be plugged into things. And then I watched the flight attendant have to tell everybody all the way down. It's just those four things. Over and over again. Can I have a Diet Coke? No... And it's just like even to buy, you couldn't get no. And they were in the thing; like I could see them. <laughs> and I really wanted a ginger ale, but it's I mean, weird. I just had apple juice, which was fun. I would probably okay of those four ingredients. I would probably do like a wine apple juice and you make would. like a <laughs> real poor man's sangria. It's tough. Like it's <laughs> such a great deal to get a free drink on the flight. Yeah, usually um, it's only international flights. Like international. Yeah, they've like, always done it on Alaska and Horizon as well. I think the pond. Um, the other thing that happened was on the flight coming home, uh, I didn't notice until the captain announced. He's like, I'm so sorry. We've been circling for the past 25 minutes. Whoa. But the landing gear, there was an issue with it. Like, like just an alarm went off that said, like, something's wrong with your landing gear. You, and so they had to fly us back to uh, Portland, which was, you know, you the only part that was nerve wracking is making sure the landing gear, like when the landing gear was going down, I was really sweating mm-hmm. like please go down and everything was fine and they had such great customer service i said you know if we're really lucky maybe there's another plane here we can use to fly you guys back right away and then they had another plane to fly us back right away hmm. it was but amazing they, i don't understand like there's something wrong with the landing gear, gear but then they went back and landed so yeah i guess it's like something like set that like set off the hey like something's wrong electronically, but they were able to bring down the landing gear and land safely. Hmm. Um, but they still have to check the plane out completely and make sure it's safe to fly. Huh. Then we got on another flight and I got to watch the whole ginger ale thing happen again. Oh, <laughs> no. So they made the announcement twice. They made it once in the first flight and then the second flight. Same thing, same people. Cause we were only missing yeah. one person who I guess like had to r- rush off somewhere else. Uh, Diarrhea. Can I have a Diet Coke? (laughs) Nope. Just the choices today are lager, white wine, apple juice, or water. And then I got a $100 credit on my flight. And the flight was only $300. Whoa. Like, like, I mean, a a gift, like, kind of like a voucher for the next time. That's nice. It was really good customer service. That's great. Kept all of us really calm, and no one knew how afraid of flying I was. Yeah, I probably would have, like, been peeing and pooing yeah i had a moment where i was like okay if the landing gear doesn't go down but it went down yeah yeah it all works out and i went and got my blood sugar back up and had some apple juice in the uh airport good i felt very sick yikes wait you ended up getting apple juice at the airport yeah before in between the flights okay because i when i i got so scared about the flying situation that my blood sugar just crashed afterwards you ended up getting one of the four options. I know. And then on the <laughs> then I just had water, I think. And then you went home and slammed a beer and a wine. Imagine. I think I've done like the wine before and I feel like really tipsy when I got off the flight. Hmm. It hits you harder up in the air. Doesn't oh, it? I feel nothing up in the air. That's what like, they tell you. You have to get me blammo wasted. Try really? some gravel at the same time. That's my trick. Oh, I can't do that. It's 
Lovely. Like I almost lost my passport once. Oh no. Yeah. You have to make sure someone's with you and <laughs> making sure you don't knock over your drink, which is what I did one time to Jay when we were flying to Japan. I knocked over uh, Clamato or <sighs> tomato juice onto his lap at the beginning of like a 10 hour flight. And uh, he still... He still smells of it today. He still loves me. And oh. I don't understand why. <laughs> uh, it was amazing, though. Because uh, I was sort of like, now you know what it's like to have your period. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Clamato that comes It's everywhere. Us. It's just Clamato on your nice blue chinos. Clamato on your nice blue chinos. Welcome to the keg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your fake wife. Um... Yeah, the planes are scary. I don't know why. I was always fine with flying. I always thought it was fun, exciting. And then I don't know what changed. I didn't have a bad experience. And all of a sudden now it's like, it takes everything in me to not just be like screaming, being like, what the fuck? We're in the air right now. Like, Huh, and do you get motion sickness? No, never. Okay, because I know that part of my anxiety is around like, feeling queasy mm. i've puked on the plane before but it was just because i was hung over <laughs> i spoke oh. to someone today who's puked on almost every flight she's ever been on because she was hung over and she finally realized it was because she was hung over it made me laugh very hard well maybe sometimes it's like something unconscious that you're not looking forward to the flight so you need to get yourself like drunk and psyched up to be on it the night before i don't oh, know I, I found drinking made it worse when i was afraid of flying so then i would i found like out of more helpful what is this daniel's podcast we're talking about things we're afraid of we're ah. actually going to do this episode uh really well, specifically this is one of the fears we're going to do in the next oh. season oh so let me is, let I me like guess this. who the guest is you do not know who this guest is. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say Jay Leno. And I was like, that's why he loves Jay Leno. cars so much because yeah. he hates flying. He doesn't fly? No, I, he just really likes cars. Oh, I know about that. So does Jerry Seinfeld. And Denim. Yeah, those guys should like. They're probably friends. Or they hate each other. Jessica thinks they should scissor for the listener. <laughs> denim on Denim. Yeah. White Hot. sneaker on white sneaker. Yeah. I don't Norm want them for. to appropriate lesbian stuff. I want them to be. No, they'll make I it their to own. I want them to, to go into a panic room. <laughs> watch Panic Room? Yeah. I saw that movie in the theater and I thought it was bad. I enjoyed it. I was also like 12 or 13 or something when it came out. Yeah, so I would have been like 22. Yeah, so I probably didn't understand. I thought Jodie uh, gave a great performance. Yeah. She certainly wasn't phoning it in. I mean, she never does. She's love, really talented. Love her. Yeah. Love her to bits. But a lot of people don't like it. So I think you're right and I'm wrong on it. I don't know. I would love to rewatch it because Jay, Jay, Jay just said he wanted to. Yeah, Jay it. really wants to watch it. I remember the credit sequence being stunning. <laughs> Do you, you want to tell a retail nightmare or should we lotto ticket? I don't have one. I can't for the life of me think of one. Well, we I'm have so a retail sorry. dream then because uh, Daniel brought us scratch tickets. Yeah. So we're going to get we're going to win a million dollars on let's live podcast. Break. Okay. I'm just going to get some Foley in here. Okay, so. Alicia, what are you scratching? Mine is called Money Money. Which is because I love money. I'm scratching wild cherries. I think mine's just one scratch. I don't think there's a bunch of different scratches in it. And what's yours called? Or I guess so. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mine's called Bankroll. Bankroll. Okay. So here we go. Okay. I'm scratching. Got a barcode. (laughs) Okay. So what is it? You have to get. There's two ways to win. 
three identical prizes. I am not a winner. I don't think I'm a winner. Okay, you also... I don't know how mine plays. You also bought one for Jay, which was extremely considerate of you, so I'm going to scratch his gold rush. They're usually all, like, three of the same prize wins. Oh, I won a dollar. You won a dollar? Yeah. Jay won two dollars. right. Thank I'm going to donate it to Jay, the other oh, dollar. Oh, thank you. He he does need it. He's he dead. did ask for my money, so I said yes. <laughs> did anybody else win anything? I didn't win anything. Just one dollar. I keep reading the instructions because I can't believe I didn't win something. <laughs> I used to do that so much because like, when I was younger, this this was our stocking stuffer. And Same, I was like yeah. determined always. I'm like, no, I, I've won $3,000. <laughs> This is amazing. It seems like that much work needs to be rewarded somehow. Yeah. So we lost a dollar. True. You almost broke even. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. The excitement was palpable. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have a retail nightmare. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, Daniel, this is like a segment we've only had the opportunity to do a handful of times. We did it a lot at the beginning of the podcast. That's true. But it never got a name. Maybe now's the time. Maybe now's the time? What should we call it? Uh, ghost owo. Boo. See a ghost? Tell a ghost. Scary. Tell a story about. <laughs> see a ghost? Say a ghost. <laughs> see something? Say something. <laughs> boo. See, see something? Say something? Boo. Perfect. <laughs> really? So, this is really a segment good. we've just named. It's See Something, Say Something, Boo. <laughs> And uh, you have a ghost story for us? Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I have a million ghost stories. I, if you listen to my podcast, I'm afraid that I talk about it. Definitely have been haunted my whole life, but in a good way. Okay. And me and Gabe moved into our home a couple of years ago, new home. And I was like, I don't feel spirits here. I'm like, which is good. Uh, but he wanted to do these witch candles that were like to like clear a home. And then I axed it because I feel like the spirits who follow me our protectors okay so he got the no on that and then i went away and he told me that he's like well i did see a ghost that when he was uh going down the hallway he saw a man like walk down and then turn left into the bathroom and i was like okay interesting goes ahead to poo i'm like also like gabe's like high 24 7 so (laughs) (laughs) like sure definitely helps and then when we we're, we, there was one night we first of all I hear like banging all the time at our home and there's like constant is it a freestanding structure or is it a townhouse or an apartment it's um it's a one level house on its okay. own okay and every night I definitely hear creaking sometimes it's very intense creaking like walking uh one time our nest light turned on while that creaking happened as if like somebody passed it oh uh and then one time our laundry fell off the bed and like all the doors in that bedroom were uh, like a little slightly ajar you are i mean like la is on a fault line yeah it's like 100 <laughs> percent. my thing about ghosts is that like i fully believe and also can fully assume that it's also not true like yeah it's both you to want me. to believe you're both the believer and the skeptic yes you're the molder and the scully yes but then this one Sexy. um <laughs> picture frame of words from my mom who passed away were on a mantle and it's like after the laundry had been scooted about and the doors had been open it just came crashing down in the middle of nowhere oh that's and like freaky. smashed all over the floor and like i got so upset you're definitely no kidding. haunted so i was like 
mad at the ghost. Usually yeah. I feel protected by the ghost. And I was mad at it. Yeah. I was like, that's my mom's words. She's like one of my protectors. You don't get to take up space in this home. home. So what did you do? We had it replaced. I taped it up. I let Gabe sage. Yeah. Which I know is like. Smudge it up. Slightly appropriate, but we. Don't tell Dina. Still smells really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a possibility that ghosts are real. And um, past guest Sarah Hadar had a very terrible haunting when she lived on Main Street above a baker's dozen. Which is a definitely haunted place. Oh, yeah. I mean, every ornament in there is haunted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that was like the shift. Like when I was a kid, I was pretty sure I saw ghosts often. And it's weird that this came up because I was just saying to somebody today, like I definitely feel certain that I saw a ghost when I was a child and that the place that we lived in was haunted. And then we've discussed that there was a death in the home of a little boy. And my brother saw his ghost. And in a very, he saw his ghost in the bush that he died in. That's freaky as hell. Yeah. So my brother and I exchanged ghost stories from childhood. And so I do think it's possible. But like now, because of your stories, I will not sleep tonight. (laughs) Oh, no. I want to believe so bad. But then my rational science brain is like, oh, it's just the house settling or, you know? Yeah. When I... When there's something like that. For me, I think things are more aliens than ghosts. Oh, since the, the smudging, has it been better? Uh, no. Yeah. You should call a Ghostbuster. No, because then it still brings in my rule of like putting away spirits that I want to be there. Oh, no, they can pick and choose. Just like pit them against each other. How many followers of this podcast have we lost? Because we're talking about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about shit. Then we talked about ghosts. Yeah. Well, now we're going to talk about space. Hell yeah. So, if you were to get chosen to go into space to be like the I don't know, the bard of space. <laughs> write about write about the orbs. Just write for the two other people with me. Yeah, be like, hey, I just wrote you a little limerick. Here's the poem for today. Here's a little, a few words of inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> There's ghosts in space. There's ghosts in space. There's ghosts in space. Sorry. What you my ghost do? knocking our shit over. <laughs> You're like, you bring your ghost with you to I'm space. I'm so sorry. I'm haunted. Uh, this is going to happen a lot. Thankfully, nothing crashes here because we're it's like zero gravity. But they'd find other ways to fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. That's like ghosts so, can't go to space. So many sci-fi movies would beg to differ. <laughs> there are like... So many movies where you're like, I'm so excited to watch this sci-fi. And then it just turns into space ghost. Like that's always what it becomes. Or like space horror. There's a demon in space and he wants your blood. Like, Is that a thing? Was it Jason who went to space? Yeah. Jason Whoa. went to space. Yeah. Really? I think so. Yeah. And they like. <laughs> that's funny. It wasn't would... Michael Myers. No, it was Jason. No, it was Jason. Yeah. And he was he was dead. And then they played him the sound of teenagers having sex and he came back to life. That's actually how I come back to <laughs> That's how I come. <laughs> like, just period. <laughs> no. You and it's about a billion awful. 
billion guys. I need to be in jail. <laughs> um, but no, that and I think Jason. I think it's Jason X. Yeah, it's something like that. And David Cronenberg is in that one. And it's like, it makes no sense. I found out, okay, I found out this week that my former boss's sister is an actor and she was in, is it Jason Takes Manhattan? Mm. <laughs> That's, I think it's, I think it's okay. the eighth one. I can like remember the visuals for it. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know it existed. I never seen it. I would love to watch all of those just have a time maybe this october coming yeah. up we did all of halloween this past season did you see the new one yeah what'd you think i loved it it was amazing yeah. i felt empowered it was super funny yeah it was like a, an entire horror film as if it was written by kenny powers which it was technically like my favorite part was all the little like dialogue of the side characters is that guy in it Nobody wrote it. Danny McBride? Danny McBride wrote God, it. I want to fuck that guy. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> My God, I don't know um, how to meet him. Anyway, great. So, Daniel, <laughs> you and your ghost are in space. Yeah. The good ghost, not asshole ghost. Yeah. What food are you going to bring into space? What are the limits on this? None. You got to fit it into a tube song. <laughs> okay, the new rule, none. No, you don't have to do that. I... um. <laughs> have become obsessed with, uh, no i always was obsessed with um chicken parmesan oh delicious yeah um my mom used to make it make veal parmesan all the time from veal frozen veal but, yeah and then just put her own cheese on it and then her own tomato sauce so is this just meat that has cheese on it no it's breaded breaded yeah. meat with cheese on it yeah okay i don't think i've ever had it but i had like eggplant parm it's mm -hmm. that yeah. yeah yeah it's really I love it yeah that's delicious yeah Mm, it's so good on a sandwich too. Yes, there's uh, the place I'm specifically thinking of is Little Dom's in Silver Lake, and it um, first of all, it's like the most scenester okay place in the world. We're like constantly just checking out celebrities. Oh, who's the biggest celeb you've seen? Like tallest. Uh, yeah, who's the tallest. Sorry, the tallest one is John Hamm, I guess, but the, he has a booth there. And we were actually... Is uh, he as handsome in person? Story, but we were sitting in his... He is very handsome. You were sitting with him? No, no. We were sitting in his booth because oh. he has a booth with a plaque. Oh. Um, and then like, I... Does he just like hold court there every night? No, I think he just <laughs> goes there often enough. Okay. That they, like he donated to a chicken parmesan cause. I have no <laughs> idea. So more about John Hamm. He's very handsome. Mm-hmm. We know. Uh, I will also say he's very nice. I've talked to him a few times. Mm-hmm. He um, seems extremely funny. Sure. <laughs> I don't, like I also don't know him at all in yeah. any sense or capacity but the chicken parm is what I care about most right and then Gabe and then John Hamm <laughs> then my dog Lydia does John Hamm always look like he's sweating no <laughs> okay I don't think so why why do you think that remember in Bridesmaids he kind of looks like a little bit sweaty looking I think that was like part of his character though. yeah but then also in like I just wondering if he's sweaty <laughs> I mean, probably. No, he's like, no, he's like annoyingly handsome. He's as handsome as you think he is. Yeah. When you see him, you're like, ugh. And then he's like also charming. It's very annoying. That's the worst. He's, he's also so nice. It's yeah. truly, it's like. Nope. That's, that checks out. Negative to say. No, we, I was not looking for anything negative. Okay. I need no. to maintain the Let's three. Say, I do not know this person. Yes. He just of needs like of our suspicions reaffirmed. And, and who is the smallest celebrity you've ever seen? <laughs> um. <laughs> That is very hard to... Probably like uh, Christina Ritchie. Short. 
Um, well. She's really I feel like short. Jack Black's pretty short. Oh yeah. Have you seen him? Yeah. Okay. Did you meet him? No, he. No. Was he sitting in your booth? <laughs> he no. He was at a party we were at. Oh wow. Oh, wow. No. Oh, no. I don't remember which one's the smallest one, and this is terrible. No, I don't want to say it. Okay. You don't I'll have say to. it off. It's not bad or anything, but it's just like I have a bad story about it. Oh. Well, this is wait till after the podcast. Okay. Um, we so, never remember to tell the stories we say we're going to tell after. Chicken parm. It's pretty funny. Chicken parm. What would you have to drink with your chicken parm? I, I love a Prosecco. Mm. Oh, man. Such a good meal. I should have gotten some for tonight my wine is just a that's why away from prosecco i suggested putting spritz in yeah. it which is what i'm drinking right now poor man's prosecco yeah uh we're drinking gracchis tonight. oh shit nice. i had another retail nightmare yeah the lemon drop yeah yeah i was waiting for it okay so my niece genevieve turns turned 14 on april 1st that blows um, my mind. I know. She is. She looks so cool. <laughs> she is so cool. She's so smart. She wants to be an animator and she's been learning to draw since she was a child and she's getting really good. And so her plan, her big plan in life is to graduate from high school and then go to some sort of arts, arts college or arts university. Um, and we've always had a lot in common. And it's interesting because we live so far apart, but we have like really similar personalities. So it's very nice to see her and every time and she's so smart and so engaged with learning about the world and like she hates school but she's like getting great grades because she knows she has to and she said to me lots of interesting things like she's not interested in uh some of the things that i spend a lot of time worrying about like boys and makeup and the clothes that you wear and she's really confident i love her and for her birthday she wanted to go to red lobster and I was so excited because I just recently wrote an essay about learning how to cook, which may not make it into my book. But I thought about like my first fancy meal, which I talk about all the time, which was crab alfredo at Red Lobster. Whoa. So we go to Red Lobster and I've already had two beers. And uh, my brother's wife, who is lovely, uh, wasn't driving. So she was, we were all like having drinks except for my dad, basically, and my brother because they were both driving. And my niece is 14. <laughs> And the Red Lobster, I'm fascinated by career servers. Because at a place like Red Lobster, you would probably make pretty good money. Like on tips, our bill was shockingly expensive. <laughs> we ate lobster. a lot of animals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I asked him two questions. One was, my brother ordered lemon drops to the table. And I didn't, I thought they were shots, but they were like the martini cocktail oh, Okay, size. I thought they were the shots. Yeah, and uh, I said to the guy, I'm like, is this gluten-free? And he's like, yeah. And then I said, oh, may I see the gluten-free menu? And he's like, just Google it. Um, that was just totally okay. He's very handsome. Like, I bet he was an actor. It was John Hamm. At some point. <laughs> and he was in pretty good shape. Like, he was a, a very, like, nice-looking man in his, like, mid-40s, I'd say. And he was, like, very charming and, like, had that, like, waiter thing happening. And then I was like, oh, gluten-free. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I watch my carbs, too. <laughs> And oh. I was like, I really like that. I was okay. like, it's not carbs. It's not the problem. What is that waiter thing that you just referred to? What waiter thing? You said he's got that waiter thing happening. Like where they have like a performance. They have a performative aspect to Just like their charmingness. Job. Yeah, but you, they probably say the same thing to every table. And it's like family dining. So it's different. Like, Oh, it's like when you order something and they're like, oh, that's my favorite. Totally. And you're like, sure. Or they have like a joke that like, like oh, makes I grandma laugh every night. Um, and my brother ordered lemon drops and they for sure weren't gluten free. And oh no, did you start feeling bad? 
Yeah, but like, it's fine. Like that kind of hangover is fine. But it may have been from the lobster and the butter that I ate. Yes. I just was dipping mashed potatoes into uh, garlic butter. Sounds so good. It was the best. Like I really enjoyed the food. So would you take that in space? I take the uh, the mashed potatoes and the garlic butter. I think I'm good now not having red lobster for another 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, When will you have your next lemon drop though? I wouldn't mind making a one like at, from scratch with better ingredients. Okay. So I don't love sweet, sweet drinks. What's but in it? Nice. Like I, a limoncello? Like, I think maybe it's dipped in, dipped it's in sugar. It's supposed to be, um, I don't know. From the shot, it's supposed to be vodka with a rim of sugar with a lemon on top. I would love that. Um, so I think the lemon drop drink is lemon juice, simple syrup, and vodka. So it's yeah, that makes sense. It was really sweet. That's like basically a vodka Tom Collins. It was like but lemonade tall with vodka. glass because right. a Tom. Co- well, I guess there's soda in it too. But that's like my favorite drink: just gin, simple syrup, lemon. Every time I've had a lemon drop, it felt punishing. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because of the that's sugar. Very strong. Yeah. I've been like hung over my and brother also hangers. ordered more and i when he wasn't looking i just poured it into other people's glasses oh wow so like my <laughs> sister-in-law was real tipsy and so was my stepmother which was hilarious shall we pepo don't you want to know what food i want to take in this oh, yeah we get our yeah. own yeah yeah what like, food would you take you're in gonna space? take the butter mashed potatoes and the garlic butter i'm gonna take cashews into space oh nice because I feel like you can combine them with anything to make just delicious stuff. Like That's true. Cashew ice cream. Cashew cheese. So good. Like a cashew-based dip. I had a cashew-based pasta sauce at Heirloom, and it was amazing. That sounds so good. It was so good. It was a cashew rosé. It, like, tricks you into thinking you're eating some sort of dairy. Yeah. But no, it's no great. dairy. Just soak them. I love it. I can't really have dairy. I have also fair. just recently I can't ha- found out I can't really have dairy. Really? Yeah. Remember my cough that didn't go away all winter? Was it dairy in Yeah, it was dairy. <laughs> uh oh. I know. It's well, okay. I definitely know I can't have dairy anymore. I know, know you can't have I dairy. I definitely eat it all the time. <laughs> don't give a care. Yeah. I yeah. I blame food poisoning every time. Even oh, though no. I'm like it's fully de- <laughs> Oh Honestly, I have been you. <laughs> most bodies sh- shouldn't have dairy, I think. Um I mean, there are ways around it. Have the harder cheeses. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that softer cheeses make it... Way worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brie. What's happening there, brie? brie? But also like mozzarella is a nightmare for me, which is like... Even just regular on... mozzarella or mm-hmm. just soft mozzarella? Uh, the softer, the worse. A poem. Yeah. The softer, the, <laughs> the worse. The softer, the softer. And I refuse to let it go. Like, I'm just not going to fix that. Well, there's some great... I'll take that punishment. Well, it's also like a cultural thing. Like, cheese is a big part of... Who you are. Wait, did you start eating meat again? <laughs> yes, I did. Do you feel healthier? Um, I'm less tired. I'm I have there might be some issue. Like I'd get very severe cravings for beef. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what that's about. Probably just hate cows. I just hate cows. <laughs> like they're just like, yeah. Um they're there's something jerks. about my diet that I need to figure out and I can't. I feel like this, throw money at it. That's my solution. This is like the central conflict of everyone of our generation. It's like there's something wrong with what I'm eating, but and then it's like and then we all just died and we never figured it out. Yeah, I'm cool with that. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my goal is that hopefully like 
in this process of elimination I'm doing with my naturopath, if dairy is the only thing, like it's not going to also be soy because then I'm screwed. Yeah. Then it's cashews only. And also she's like, maybe also don't eat nuts for a while. Right. You're doing the legume thing. But on the weekend I had falafel and I was so happy. Yeah. Falafel, I think, would be a food I would bring into space too. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's delicious. So good. Yeah. Good, but it really upsets my stomach. Because of the fair. chickpeas. This is, again... Diarrhea Who pod. is still listening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been one of those podcasts. Um, so shall we Papo of the Week? Yes, I want to know more about your dog. Yeah. Papo of the Week. Yes, imagine I didn't choose my own dog as my Papo I mean, of the also, week. that was so it's, presumptuous of me. No, I... Whoever or I, whatever you want it to be. Okay, first of all, I feel like I was saying this before, but like always was like, dog people are weird. Yeah. They're too intense. And then I... We got a puppy. This is the first animal I've ever had. And I am like, my husband cannot send me enough photos of her. And I'm like upset that I'm away for so long. Like I was like, this is a nightmare. Yeah. That was going to be my first question. What if she forgets who I am? Like, how are you doing without her? (laughs) No, I'm having like full nightmares where I'm like, she forgets who I am or I come back and she'll be mad. Or she loves him way more than you all of a sudden. Yeah. And I was like, no, he was already the favorite because I'm like, once again low energy and he's like he's got a lot of energy and he's got like i'm so happy i'm married to him he's got like 20 times the love i've got in his heart like i don't have that in my heart it's not like i hear him in the middle of the night taking her for shit and all i hear is like good girl lydia good girl and like fully sincerely like cheering her on not like hurry the fuck up i'm exhausted and i'm like good job (laughs) get inside i'm so tired so Definitely, he's the favorite. But she knows, like, the stern dad will come home. <laughs> and we, like, will cut him to sleep. Aww. So, like, she knows that, like, I'm, like, the one who will, like, calm her down. Yeah. But she'll get mad that I don't play as much. Mm. Or, like, none of this is real. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same That's with the true. ghost, and I just made this all up. It's just really you projecting. Yeah. It will um, be interesting to see what she's like when you get home because Hank is really like different when I get home for a little bit. And uh, when I got back this weekend, he was like so happy. It was me that walked through the door that he looked like he was in shock. He's like, you've come back. And then he just sort of hugs me. Oh, oh my God. And uh, so he's your papo. Always. Um, one thing that I wish I had done with Hank was I trained him to kind of pee on command, but I never trained him to poop on command. And you can do that right now. I don't know about any of this. I can tell you all the things I learned training a puppy. I helps. will. Yeah, I would love to know that. Uh, so Hank is my puppy of the week. Sally is the, my puppy of the week. She looked after Hank for three days when I was away and did a great job. And, you know, I always come back to a happy dog. She's Hank's aunt. She is Hank's aunt. Yeah. And she's a real life aunt, too. Yeah. I think she's a good aunt. Yeah. I feel like she's my aunt. (laughs) No, she's my friend and she's great. She invited me to help her share her garden plot that she just got at this like really beautiful garden that you have to be on a wait list for so long. She just like has been on it for a long time. Oh, wow. It's the garden that I like have dreamed about one day having a garden. And, And she was like, yeah, like. Help me out. And so we like have a date on Sunday to go like plant things together. And I'm so excited. Awesome. I like this is a garden that I will sometimes just walk through and like pretend that I belong there. 
and I still don't even, it's not even my garden. I'm like, I know someone. <laughs> it's like, finally. That's very cool. I'm, yeah. I don't know. Sally's my puppo too. She's my life puppo. Um, I have a lot of puppos also. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, do you know the type of dog Norwegian elk hound? No. No. My God, they are gorgeous. Um, so there's this one on on my walk to and from work that I keep seeing and I keep describing it to Jay as like, sort of looks like a husky, sort of like like the fur of like a chow chow and just like super happy and waggy and like smiling. And I have to walk up a really steep hill on my way home. And a lot of the times I'm carrying really heavy stuff because I'll buy groceries and I'll have stuff from work. And so often by the top, I'm just like panting and covered in sweat. And one time I like reached, I like crested the hill. And this dog was just sitting there and the sun was setting and like lit up the beautiful fur and I, and was just like wagging and wanted to meet me, wanted me to pet it. And I was just like, I guess I died on that hill. And this is what's waiting <laughs> for is me. Ghost. Um, but I figured it cause like I keep seeing it and like, I always have a podcast in or music. And so I feel like by the time I get to a dog, like that, I can't like stop the music. So like whenever the owner says anything to me, I'm just sort of like smiling and nodding and I can't hear what they're saying. Um, which is he's like, please don't touch my, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, he's, uh, very, he uh, has a rabies, very face. rabid. Yeah. Um, he's covered in ticks, but this this dog is just like it's so happy they're so beautiful okay here's i don't have an image of the dog but i'm just oh. googling okay they just look kind of husky-ish oh yeah that looks yeah malamute never think of a dog like that being called a hound yeah an elk hound norwegian elk hound like they're i guess they're probably what herds elk in uh norway oh wow look it's, that fluffy ass tail big yeah they're beautiful but so i i've just figured it out and I know where they live now because they have a sign in their window that says like, beware the Norwegian elk hound. And then I re- and they had a little cute. drawing of it. And I was like, that's the dog. It's so beefy. I, I mean, it's scary just... that you found their home. Well, I, it's, it makes <laughs> sense because it's on the street that I'm always on. Okay. I wasn't searching for it. I just noticed it's, and I think it's weird that they have it in their window. It's like people who have... You know, like those doormats that say, like, I love my three children or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm like a second for buying that for my Yeah, dog. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to put a bumper sticker on my car that says, like, my dog shits perfectly. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, But, yeah, no, I just I like finally put all the pieces together uh, this week and it it's made me very happy. Next is like learning how to pause my music so I can like learn the dog's name. Oh yeah. And who's your other papa? Um, there's this hummingbird who hangs out in a tree also on my walk home that I hear. And it's like right at the top of the hill when I turn the corner onto my street. Uh, and I hear, I hear it calling every day. And so I will then at that point stop my music or my podcast. Cause that's important to hear more so than <laughs> the voice of a man to me. Uh, but I hear, and it's just one lone hummingbird. And the reason why I keep looking is because, like, my dream is to find a hummingbird nest because they're so tiny and perfect and round and beautiful. Uh, and I think it's, like, a male who's looking for a mate. So all he does is, like, fly between these two trees and just hey. singing. But the the, like... I love how hummingbirds sound. They sound nuts. And like, if you heard it, you wouldn't expect that the tiniest bird is making that. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like it's the weirdest. It sounds like static. 
but I love it. And I'm like, every day I stop and I just look into the sky until I find it. And I'm sure everyone who sees me must think like there's something terribly wrong about to happen, but it's just me having a moment with the hummingbird. <laughs> um, so yeah, just these animals that I keep seeing like every day that I'm getting to know. That's lovely. Those are my papas. So this is the end of our podcast. We did it. We did it. Hell yeah. Everyone should listen to your podcast. Yeah. Tell us about it. Um, it's called I'm Afraid That, and you can find it on half of the podcast applications you can find. I think it's on more than we're on, so. Uh, same, same. We're about Quiv. <laughs> In LA, you don't say the full word. Um, oh, cool. Wow. That's what I learned. Sorry. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Huh. Um, we <laughs> will have a second season coming out. We're just about to start it up now. That's, That's great. so exciting. So you'll get to hear about fear of airplanes and I believe fear of somebody uh, afraid of their own hands. There's going to be some weird. I lo- oh. Okay. I love when people will call in and tell their fears because those are like sometimes the most like something I've never even thought of. Oh, yeah. Before. There's like people like in our last meeting of like who we get in. We're like, okay, how do we find? And I'm pretty sure it's a friend of mine but I'd like, don't want to name who they are, but like a fear of like turning to wood. That turning into wood was so fascinating. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I have to send them a message and see if it was that. But apparently it's common too. From what they said. That's what they said. Yeah. But I could not, <laughs> like I could not find the research to back it up. So I'm like, okay, I need to. Yeah. So there might be like a bonus color episode or something that we can try and do. Have just... you guys done an episode where someone thinks that they might be a ghost? Because I've been getting that a lot. Like that you yourself are a ghost? Yeah. You're like not, I'm not a, here. You're not a ghost. Oh, I there's an episode I want to do. I don't know if we'll do it this year of my own fear, which is of a false reality. Oh, oh, which I think banks on that. Okay, I think about that a lot. I think I will be on and I'll fly down if you want. Okay, <laughs> I think a, a lot that like my life is a whole play, like sort of like Truman Show, Truman Show like yeah. synecdoche New York style, where it's like just an elaborate thing because. Because of the sheer amount that I see people that I know and it's like it feels like we're just recycling the same extras who are like coming in and out like a Norwegian elk hound like (laughs) you couldn't get a different dog right now. They're like, quick, get this one out. I think about that a lot. It's not really a fear. It's mixed in with it. There's something about that that everyone is kind of honing into right now. But it's also like maybe life is a whole computer program. and Yes, which is also like part of that false reality fear. yeah which like makes me feel better more than anything it's like oh thank god thank god none of this is real i would love to be in the matrix right now what's the matrix okay so people (laughs) want to read your books oh uh my latest book is called um everything is awful and you're a terrible person great that's all i got for that well, you're it's a very accomplished person, and we're That's very nice. happy you could take time out to be on the podcast yeah. and to see you. I cannot believe it's been like we've bumped into each other here and there over the past two years, but I miss having you around, buddy. I know. I miss being here. I miss just like overhearing stories you're telling at parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, about as close as I got to being your friend. <laughs> but it was always like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I need to hear this. This is amazing. You're a good storyteller. <laughs> yeah. Try to be. Uh, Jessica. Yeah. Tell us uh, what's going on for you. Well, uh, 
I've been mailing out a lot of copies of Jay's play. That's amazing. Uh, so if you want to buy Upon the Wind of a Narrow Swan, <laughs> which I'm looking at a copy of right I now. I believe this is on your website. Yeah, it's on uh, retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. You can buy the physical copy of that that comes with the full color illustrations and I will mail it to you. It's $5 plus shipping. Um, or if you just are not into physical media and you just want a PDF of it without the illustrations, you can subscribe to the Patreon. It's the latest exclusive that we got on there for you. Nice. So yeah, right now I'm just like going to the post office every day and mailing stuff out. What else? I've got a show at the toast on May 11th. That's a garbage dream show. And, uh, Yeah. We're like all my bands are slowly coming out of uh, hibernation and we're starting practicing soon. Nice. So we're going to be playing some festivals. We just got a confirmation of a new drummer that I'm really excited about. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> except for that he's tall. Um, How tall? Is it Jay? It's Jay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like as tall as Jay. Okay. So there's going to be two tall skinny men in the band. Wow. I know. I'm going to get confused. <laughs> well, it's not your fault. Yeah. But that's about it. What about you? Mm, come draw with me. It's April 23rd. Uh, tickets are already selling quickly. So if it's the last show before the fall. Uh, so if you want to go do that, do the that. Fall of man. The fall of man. And that's kind of it. Just give us your money every month on our Patreon, please. Yes. We love you very much. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have money... Uh, if you don't have a hay penny, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, um, you can give us a rating on iTunes. And uh, we love you no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much so for having me. So good to see you. Yeah. This is you. And I can't believe have a great week. It finally happened. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to happen. I didn't think you worked retail. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.